anything which is going to harm wildlife, like microplastic, of course that's far from ideal, but I guess while, while we have this situation, I hope that I'm doing something positive from a, from a negative situation. Hello and welcome to the Age of Plastic podcast, an environmental podcast with me, Andrea Fox, your host. Now, this is the Age of Plastic podcast because I found plastic a bit of a gateway environmental issue for me, but we cover more than plastic on this podcast. Today is quite plastic heavy, though. It's also quite plastic and arty. Um, I do always say we have some environmental good news going to try and squeeze some in before the end of the show and a guilty consumer moment but first a brilliant guest now often i battle with the ideas of how much we can change when it comes to climate change what do we have control over what do we not have control over and sometimes you can drive yourself a bit mad with these discussions and i think the ethos of today's guest is just so lovely in lockdown the first one in 2020 flora blathwaite was furloughed, needing to find ways to fill her time and get herself outside, do something that felt fulfilling to her. She's ended up creating washed up cards. Now you may have seen these, she got loads of TV coverage here in the UK. And they are cards which feature tiny little bits of plastic that she has found whilst doing cleanups. And it's now become a business in itself. You can find out the whole journey of that and how she feels about plastic waste, what we need to do, and how it's helped her to be helping the planet in a little way. She also, funnily enough, spends some of her time not only on washed up cars, but also working for Notpla, if you haven't heard their episode, uh, making seaweed plastic alternatives. I'll link to that in the show notes. We also mention Rubies, that is shorthand for Rubies in the Rubble, another sustainable business, which I'll also put in the show notes. Uh, this is a brilliant chat I had recently with the very lovely Flora Blathwaite from Washed Up Cards. Tell us a little bit about the journey behind Washed Up Cards to kick off with then, Flora. Um, well, the whole sort of idea came in kind of two stages. Um, and like a lot of people, it didn't kind of actually happen in that light bulb eureka moment that sometimes people say happens. Maybe it does for others. Uh, but the actual first sort of seed of the idea came for um, around just before the pandemic. I was at an event um, in London um, for World Rivers Day. And I remember because I worked in sustainability, the company I worked for, Rubies, uh, we were invited to this beach cleanup. And I was like, beach, London, like, where is this? What's going on? <laughs> and obviously, large parts of the Thames at low tide, you can access Very it. sandy, yeah, you can yeah, get exactly. down to them. Not quite the Caribbean, but you know. <laughs> Absolutely. If you like tyres, uh, it's, it's the beach of your choice. <laughs> um, so I went down there and I think I was just really, um, I had a, first of all, I had a really wholesome day down there. I think that actually first and foremost, yes, I was, um, we were down there to pick up rubbish and plastic and, and I was really um, shocked at, at what we were finding. But I think I actually would say that I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time out there. I love the outdoors. I love countryside. And I think in, I get very caught up in the urban jungle of London and actually to find little oases. It's not a word, is it? But uh, in London. Oasis. Oasis. Oh, yeah. It must yeah. be oasis, mustn't it? <laughs> yeah. oh, let's roll with that. It was, yeah, it was a really good day. But um, one of the things I think I was particularly like, I wasn't expecting was all the sort of microplastic we were finding. I, I, I wasn't, I'd heard, I'd, you know, watched some of the David Attenborough documentaries. I knew plastic was a problem, but I was probably more thinking in terms of like 
the turtle and the straw and plastic bags. Oceans, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it was all the little bits of microplastic that I hadn't been aware of. And I think um, I just actually remember thinking again, like, oh my God, some of these are so cute, these little buttons and sequins. And and like, I found this lovely pink heart. And I was just like, I'm going to just stash these in my pocket and see see if there's anything I can do with these. Um, and about a week later, my sister, or two weeks later, my sister was getting married. And she, in fact, uh, has been a huge inspiration generally because she lived, I think, over a year, um, almost entirely plastic-free. And I say to my friends, wow. like, yeah, she I'm should not, come on the podcast. I know, on. <laughs> um, I often say to people, it's not actually to me about going the whole way. I think it's amazing what Claire did, but it's just about little, little bits. Um, but she was, so I made her this card for her wedding and it was a little just married card. Um, and it, and off the back of the, um, the car, like the getaway car, there were loads of little colorful sequins and buttons and basically like a getaway car. Yeah, when they used to tie the tins to the back of yeah, people exactly. there, yeah. Clattering around. Yeah. Um, and I, I just loved making it and I, she loved it. And I just honestly started making more and more for friends, family. I, I never earned that much money and always loved sort of finding frugal ways of doing things. And I think the craft element for me has always been something I've loved with my nieces and nephews or whenever I'm babysitting children, I love it. So kind of that felt very natural, but it honestly wasn't a business then, Andrea. It was it was me just enjoying enjoying making cards for a little bit. But about a couple of months later, I was furloughed from my job and the whole pandemic was kicking off. And I was in a new area in London, um, living alone for the first time. And I that's when I actually thought I'm going to make these cards for my neighbours using plastic um, and I and actually thought I'm going to make these and, and give them out. And I didn't think, oh, it's like an awareness thing. I just thought I've got nothing to do, like, and I'm in a new area. So I made them their, some of their cards and, and they were all, some of the um, neighbours were lovely about them. And some, one, one of the neighbours' children was like, these are brilliant and such an educational piece, yeah. like without even being like, you know, down your throat you know, preachy and doom and gloom. So yeah, honestly, then I did have more time on my hands and I thought, well, hang on, if I'm getting lovely feedback and I love doing this and I've got nothing else to do, I'm going to see if I can, you know, turn it into more of a thing. Um, So yeah, that's kind of a very long-winded journey of behind it. Um, But it it, it was very much a hobby in those first few months. And I think I actually tell people as much as like starting a business, it's been it's been great and it's been ups and downs. But I think I I got so much from actually having a purpose in those few months when mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to do. And and obviously because I was making more cards, I wanted to be more beach cleaning, and then that was getting me outdoors and mm-hmm. and just doing something positive for the environment. I think it's so easy just to get wrapped up and actually give up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a really negative psyche that we we're all probably guilty of and also understandably we hear so much negativity it's it's human nature to be like oh okay well what's the point yeah exactly exactly especially during a pandemic concentrating on the on the you know the difficult and the heavy news but it it can sap your energy and I love that you actually gave the very first washed up card I suppose to your sister for her wedding because I bought one of your cards for my brother's wedding this summer so yeah he's got a little washed up card tie the knot one of those designs yeah Isn't that sweet? I didn't know you bought one. Yeah, we have. And I I mean, they're all so sweet. And I just, I love doing things that are creative as well. So it must be lovely for you to engage that sort of creative part of your personality, right? Uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that I've said, it must, I hear people hear this all the time. I'm literally like such a broken record, but (laughs) 
it's been therapy on so many different ways. Mm. I think like, I don't, know, I don't know, people buy mindfulness coloring in books. Yes. These days. Like, you know, I saw the other day some like best stocking fillers and it was, it was coloring in books. And I think, um, I think the craft element, it, it's a timeout. I, we spend so much time on our phones, on mm. online. We do everything digitally. Everything was on apps. I think actually, not that you have to make cards, but even writing in a card, like putting mm. you know, mind to pen and like engaging. It, it's it's a good sort of timeout and good to use a different part of the brain. And I do love, that's the, one of my favorite things is like, um, finding random bits of plastic and and I'm trying to get a little bit more orderly with it now but and I have a brilliant girl called Whitney who's helping me going through like the <laughs> room full of plastic I have back there um but like thinking oh my god okay that, that little triangle could be great for a hat or that little you know square could be you know, a good little base for a house or like <laughs> thinking how you can doodle with the plastic I think I really enjoy that I've got a bit of a um I think I've, my brain's always been different. I've, suffered, I've, I've definitely suffered when I was younger with dyslexia. I oh, struggled, wow. sorry, not suffered. Mm. Is a, um, it's something I've had to learn to manage and deal mm. with. When I was younger, I found it really hard. Now I can see the sort of, you know, benefits it can bring. And I love that I can see ra- like shapes and things like I definitely see more of. And I think people think, God, you're so strange, Flora. But yeah, it's lovely that it's come That's out amazing. in this like positive way. Yeah. Um, and I think that I never tell people, like, although I love arts and crafts, I always say I am not an artist in better comments. Like I I I love the creativity. Mm. My sister's amazing at actually drawing. I do very simple sketches, but I hope that they the plastic is the main feature mm. on it, on the card. And also I hope that they make people smile because I think that's important in, especially given the the last few years, yeah. but also generally, like, like we said, there's lots of negative clouds out there in the world. And I think to make people feel light for a moment and to make people mm. smile and feel warm and fuzzy, I think is really important. Yeah. Joy is so important yes. at all times, especially now. Um, I completely agree. And I love that there's also like a community element, like you were saying, you organise beach cleanups, having gone on that first one, which expired, inspired washed up cards. And also people send you their toilet roll <laughs> uh, i know i mean gosh look at look at this i know you're i know this is a podcast but like you can probably Flora's hear. got i mean a beautiful fast pastel colors there love it <laughs> give it a give it a rustle for us <laughs> literally so i'll come back to the the beach greens but while we're on this um uh, loo roll paper so it's quite random uh when i first was sort of thinking about this as a business and thinking right okay so if andrea buys a card and i've got to get them to i don't know Brighton um they've got to get to you and they've got to get to you and look great when they arrive and I was like but I can't wrap them in plastic because that defeats yeah. the, you know this the protective sleeve yeah what else can I use and I and my mum and dad were amazing because I wasn't able to see them in that time but they were like my sort of business mentors I was sending them <laughs> cards wrapped in newspaper and then the, the newspaper ink was rubbing onto the cards and like that was obviously like okay right let's scrap that idea and then we wrapped them in like um old cloths and I thought like anyway Eventually, I thought, oh, my God, I've got this loo roll company staring at me in the face that I use myself, who gives a crap, mm-hmm. which, which wrap their loo rolls, their plastic-free um, packaging. They don't want to use plastic in their packaging. And they've got this brilliant, like you say, pastel colours to wrap their loo rolls in. And I just thought they look really fun. They, they have stupid puns on them, which I also love. Um, and I just thought, well, I'm going to try wrapping my cards in them. And yeah, now, given that I have to make a few more cards than I did back then, I put out a call on Instagram 
um, or at a Facebook local, a local Facebook group a few, like six or seven months ago saying, guys, if anyone uses this fab company, please get in touch and send me your papers. If, if you can, if you want to find a home for them. I have so many people, as you can see from that big pile, sending me them and people cycle to me. I have a lovely girl called Kirsty, um, who's got a great sustainable blog herself. And I go and see her and have a coffee. I have coffee and pick them up. Like it, that's a lovely part. Um, so yeah, it's been really nice. And uh, lovely, like you say, community feel. Yeah. Um, and the beach cleans as well. Yeah, the, um, the beach cleans, um, again, it, it wasn't something initially, like we were in a lockdown. It was just something I did. I went down to my local um, act, the, the Deptford near me and just walked along. And, and then actually a neighbour once said to me, could she join me? And I think I started posting it online that I was beach cleaning and I found it very meditative and I found it, you know, like I said, therapy for the mind and, and you know, feel good factor of, of doing something for the environment. And I got more and more people saying, can, can I, can I come with you? And, um, and so I looked into it, that how I could run them. And I initially, I thought you don't, you're not going to need any, I just thought I'll just see where I'll do it. And if I need to get any sort of like qualification, yeah, permission, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, and as you know, the, where the world at the moment, you kind of, you kind of do need to, even though you're doing something positive, you need to make sure you're going to do it in a, a sort of safe way. And, Tides yeah, are come tides exactly then exactly, can be yeah, dangerous yeah. on the Thames. Yeah, exactly. so I went to this char- charity called Thames Twenty One. Have been brilliant. They've been again really lovely supports and mentors. And I did a qualification with them, um, which meant I was a River Action leader. So I now can run beach cleans. I, tr- I try and do one at least a public one once a month, and I've started doing them for some businesses. And I obviously sometimes just go down on my own just for my own time out because when I run a beach clean now, the sort of meditative meditative calm um element to it sometimes it isn't there so much because i'm making sure that you're all okay and mm. making sure everyone's safe and that um people are enjoying their time and and you know they're discovering like what's this like we find weird weird things from like are you a wellington boot you'd know what it is like bones which people are like what's this <laughs> like we found a message in a bottle the other day and everyone what i was gonna ask what's the weirdest thing yeah. you found that's pretty cool oh, an actual <laughs> well, message in a bottle well honestly andrew you I, I i was so excited i thought i thought that <laughs> it's gonna the, be from the, the 1700s <laughs> yeah i literally and i and i thought i was imagining opening it and the, like the whole of like the London's press, like global around the world coming to us <laughs> to find this message, which actually I think I've mentioned her before, Whitney, this lovely girl who helps me um, with the cards. It was, she was, she, I, I found her, I, she came to start working for me because I met her on a beach clean. Anyway, she was opening the bottle and she was like, oh, this is so exciting, so exciting. Anyway, we opened the bottle and it's completely sponge. So we oh. like to think <laughs> that it was from the 1700s. Yeah, a love um, note, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you find all sorts of weird things though. You find, we found like anything from stilettos. We found some car keys the other day and it was lovely. They had a number on, uh, oh, on the wow. key. And one of the guys on the beach team was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to call them, uh, just call the number. And this guy picked up in Germany and he was like, he was so, he was like, I've already got another set of keys now, but I love that you've taken the time. <laughs> he loved the fact that A, we were on a beach clean. Mm-hmm. Picking up plastic and rubbish, and B that he'd taken the time to to reach cool, out, having like, found his keys. Yeah, That's so exactly. Bad. And you, so you know when you you know when again what we're saying when there's so much like negativity out there. It's lovely when you get 
restored by um, something lovely happening because yeah. there is actually a little bit of kindness. There yeah. is, and there's so much happening. Lovely stuff. I think most like, people would stop and help, and most people would do something nice for you. But when you hear about the bad headlines, you sort of yeah. you forget that. I think most people, your neighbours, your community, exactly. probably would help you. You know, exactly. So so true. Yeah. So. Oh, that's so funny. I love that. I can't wait to see the car keys then on a <laughs> the next car. They're that's... a bit heavy, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are so true. I haven't. It's funny you should say that because I haven't even thought about it, but I already automatically I'm thinking of um, stupid puns you could put on them. Your key to my happiness. No. Yes. My, yeah. Dad, my dad's very funny. He always comes up with suggestions for my cards. And I'm like, oh, the dad jokes. Yes, yeah, of course. But, but <laughs> you laugh. He, I like, Dad, you have to imagine that I want people to buy these cards. So he'll come up with a really random parachute one. And I'm like, but when would someone send that? Yeah. Yeah. No. Good luck jumping out of a plane. Here's a card yeah, for that exactly. occasion. <laughs> How he did that? He did come up with one for the autumn the other day, which was, um, "I'm falling for you." Oh, Steve's. That's cute. Lovely. That's very, very yeah. sweet. Loving the dad puns. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you. You've already mentioned you work for Rubies. I know that you also do some work now for uh, Notpla. Um, so have, have you always kind of in your working life worked in sort of sustainable companies? Was that what oh. you were always drawn to? I, I'd i say in my sort of professional, since I kind of had a bit of a, out of uni, did some all sorts of things. I, I ran a music festival for a few years and I, I kind of was wow. working out what I wanted to do then. Um, I think my growing up, my um, my my mum has been a huge like inspiration because she is so unshowy about it. She's She just has slowly in her own, not slowly, but very quietly just been so... Um, conscientious about the environment and like I, I always remember years ago like honestly when friends first started coming over to play so when I was like seven eight nine she would have like a whole row of bins for different stuff and like she doesn't like well she doesn't it's not she doesn't like flying she loves to get on trains that's my dad mm. as well they're a perfect match they um are just they'll you know they're very lucky they, they've had a very um privileged like upbringing and they they love the, they love nature they love the outdoors and I think if you have that appreciation it's probably easier to to be able to like really respect it and mm. and you know you cherish it because you know that you've got to look after it so I think growing up that it, nature has always been something I loved and I think I'd studied geography at uni and I loved learning about the world and and um yeah all, all of the beautiful parts of it and I love traveling so I guess me ending up working sustainability I, it came about quite randomly working um for rubies in the rubble but i definitely now know i'm in in the right place and i think notpla the company um uh, which i work for part-time around the cards um is fantastic because i like to say for starters washed up cards is, is so small and like it, it like i said it's a hobby turned sort of business but i'm spreading awareness i hope about plastic like on the back of the cards it, it says where the plastic has been beach keen from and i love it when i get a review where obviously i hope they love the card but i love it when someone says i've gone out and bought some litter pickers or i've started my own beach keen up event like that's yeah. amazing but what Notpla does Notpla's actually like solving a problem like it's it's actually no not solving a problem it's it's offering an alternative so that actually hopefully one day we can stop turning off the amount of plastic that we're mm. like actually producing. So yeah. it's lovely. It, it's a really nice, I feel very lucky because I've got a, a job where I've got, you know, a, a going a secure job where I'm actually learning a lot about business and a lot about 
like plastic and alternatives and, and, and the problem. But then at the same time, I've got washed up cars and the creativeness and, and they really tie in well together. Um, so yeah, it's, it's lovely that it came about because I was made redundant and I mm. knew that the cards were something to tie me over, but you know, and one day I hope it's my, my thing and, and my only thing, but you know, it's good to keep options open. And I think when I reached out to Pierre, who I know has been on the podcast. Yes, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. He, he was like, I love the cards. I love what you're doing. Let's see if we can make something work. And, and we did. So it's great. It is. It's so lovely. And like you say, um, you're not under any illusions that you're going to clear tons and tons and tons of waste from the Thames. It is about giving other people that idea in their head that maybe they could um and unfortunately it seems like there's going to be a lot of plastic in the environment to keep you making washed up cards for quite a lot longer it's funny you do i always laugh laugh smile when someone says that because some guy said to me um and they said it actually at rubies and the rubble which is the the business i started out in who make uh, condiments from wonky fruit and veg so Mm. again taking something which is waste would have been thrown away yes waste yeah so uh and, and we used to get asked there, but what are you going to do when there's no more wonky fruit and veg? And, I, and the people say that to me now with the cards. What are you going to do when you stop finding plastic? That will be an amazing day. Probably it- after our lifetime, that will happen. Exactly. It will be amazing. But <laughs> And I think it's, it's one of those things that we are where we are. And yeah. while I obviously go out beach cleaning and I love it when I find something beautiful on the cards, of course, it's, it's a, what do you call it? I never have terrible at expressions double-edged sword or um it's i don't it's basically like of course we would rather our oceans and mm. our rivers be clean there's no you know i, I love wild swimming and i love like mm. and don't, anything which is going to harm wildlife is, is like microplastic and people fish eating it and us then ending up eating it of course that's um far from ideal but i guess while while we have this situation i hope that i'm doing something positive from a from a negative situation If you want to email a brand but don't know where to start, you can now download a template from my website. It is a handy form that helps you email a company or business and ask them to use less plastic. This is an easy copy and paste. Fill in the gaps and ask that brand about their sustainability goals. Just head to iamandreafox.co.uk to download. You've had collaborations with Surfers Against Sewage. You've done some stuff with Adidas as well. Can you tell us a bit about that? Well... It's yeah, the Adidas thing was was um, amazing. That um, I, I I love, I love. Uh, I couldn't believe it when they reached out and um, they said they'd love me to do some workshops for Run for the Oceans, which is their big campaign. And I think all these big companies, again, my brother, again, another amazing support and mentor around me was like, you know, think about Adidas, think about like mm-hmm. consumerism, and, and do you want to associate with them with them? And I thought, well, again, like they're they're trying, they they need to do more, like all these big, big companies, but they have these pair of trainers, which um, they're using recycled um, plastic. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do it because it'll be good for me as well. And it's a good platform of awareness. And and I'm really glad I did because I did debate it for a while. The workshops were last summer and I just, I'd never done that before. I'd never done card making workshop. It's just me making them at home on my own. And I thought, okay, how's this going to go? But we went on a a few plogging runs. So that's when you run and pick up plastic. (laughs) We did that uh, along um, in Battersea, along the river. And we also did it around um, East London. Um, We were, yeah, had had a great time. And people then made uh, cards using the plastic that we'd picked up. And that was brilliant. Because it's, I, I, I really loved seeing other people enjoy it as much as I 
did and 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 that's led on to actually a new product that I've been launched I'm launching this Christmas um yeah yeah what's that um so I I made these card making kits um where I you basically can buy um some blank cards and some cards with some of my basic designs on and then I give you uh, plastic that I beach cleaned or, or some of my lovely helpers on, on various beach cleans and some glue dots and um, some instructions. And also um, in the instructions, I say my top tips for if you want to go on your own beach clean and get your own uh, plastic and, you know, litter pick or if you're not near a river or anything. And um, and I, I got some little, uh, I say little, I got some people from a call out on Instagram saying, look, can some people test this? like test the product and I got loads of people saying they loved the idea of them oh. and so I thought I'm going to try and make that but that all came from the Adidas workshop where I thought people do enjoy that craft element and it's like we yeah. said earlier it's a switch off from you know the chaos of life and yeah and, and being on your phone doing making something exactly. with your hands I think yeah. that's super therapeutic and and I really want to get involved in the beach cleans we're going to get onto how you can join one of yours a little bit later on but yeah. when you are going on the beach cleans and when you're putting these plastic products like on cards is there a lot of cleaning involved you have to be quite careful and safe about what you send people out wearing and picking up yeah so we um we when when we run them I, that's why in the card kits when i say people you know go go in your litter pick or on street park pick or whatever um you do need to wear gloves like i actually don't always take litter pickers um because i sometimes find the little bits hard to pick up mm-hmm. but Generally, you would you'd wet you take litter pickers, and then we always do a health and safety briefing um, before because you've got to be aware of sharp objects. If you go and put something sharp in your bag and it cuts your bag and then cuts your leg, or you've got to be mindful of of what 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 might be contaminated, and and just be be wary of, of especially on the Thames. You can go to some parts and you might find needles and mm. you might find stuff which you just don't want to know what's in that bottle and mm. leave it as it is you, you pick it up but you don't empty it um so there are this is sounds a bit sort of a uh, dirty and i don't want to give the thames that reputation because actually it's lovely being down there and it and it's it's a lovely like we said earlier oasis <laughs> oh my it's much easier <laughs> saying in the singular um but it but yeah you just need to be to make sure you look after yourself and not lift up anything and go into your back and because it's so heavy because you yeah. do find all sorts of like you said tires and trolleys and what have you but um i think what earlier you mentioned surfers against sewage they have been great inspiration because they've been running beach cleans and you know they've been their whole thing is looking after the ocean and they're if anyone doesn't know they're a big marine conservation society and i i've always been really inspired by them because i love how much they love the ocean like the, the name surfers against sewage it's their love i love surfing i love water i'm obsessed with just being anywhere in any kind of water and I think I love that their whole ethos is trying to protect what they love mm. you know and for everyone else as well um so yeah I'm doing a collaboration with them which is only just launched a couple of months ago and it's been so crazy with Christmas and Nopla and juggling and everything but um I've started getting people to make washed up cards so to be an actor sportswoman a musician poet whatever and then they design a card which i send them the kit completely blank so they have to you know blank canvas and they design it and then send it back to me and then i auction it off for charity and all the money will go to surface against sewage so they they were really 
supportive and and uh, are really excited by the idea and love the sort of the, the partnership that we can get going with this and now i've just got to get lots of fun people to uh, make a washed up card we had um last month hugh bonville the actor in yeah Downton, Downton Abbey. yeah yeah wow he's got a brilliant one and we auctioned that off for 88 pounds which i was oh, really wicked. thrilled with and uh <laughs> tim peaks the astronaut yeah um who who he's got a huge following and mm. he's so he was so sweet about washed up cards he was like oh. i love this this is so great this is such a good idea and uh his card is amazing i'm actually putting that up tonight so oh my uh, gosh look out for that one um, i I've love got that exciting actors more actors coming up um but yeah if anyone um, knows anyone who might be interested in making one then definitely get in touch because, yeah definitely uh, yeah. We'll put those in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Um, you spend so much time out there, like seeing all the plastic waste. What, in your experience, do you think might help to stem our plastic tide well, of plastic? Basically, I think it's. I think it's one of those things that there's no sort of silver bullet at all. There's think lots of people doing things like Nopla, making brilliant packaging out of seaweed, so that you know, our spaghetti comes in seaweed packaging rather than plastic and things like that. Fantastic. I do think other countries have got it right with the sort of deposit return schemes. I think bottles are like the number one thing I find on the beach. Hands down. Wow. Bottles, cotton wool buds, tampon applicators, crisp mm. uh, packets, mm. sweetie wrappers. But I think bottles is such an easy one for us to do. Like I just do not understand why that scheme which was um, 2018 I think it was was promised yeah that I just think I I get it some things are going to take time and there's logistics and although we shouldn't you know I don't get bogged down all the policy but that Mm. just seems so simple I think that would be an unbelievable place to start yeah an easy place to start not unbelievable yeah completely unbelievably easy yeah and we already have it in Europe and they already you know the systems are already there we can just copy our European cousins you know but there's also another person you should get on the podcast if you haven't already but lovely initiatives which are going to make sort of refill easier and I think my mum's sort of motto not motto it was is it's actually her sort of I don't know what the word is. She she basically says convenience equals catastrophe. Like we all have it too easy. And like, we want everything now. We want to fly there and we want to do that. And we want to buy that. And actually we can't have it like that. But having said that, top up truck is this brilliant, brilliant milk float, which goes around Hackney, going to people's doors, delivering like bulk so that you can literally just step out your flat and get your oil um, filled up, washing up liquid or your whatever brazil nuts and and i think that's amazing so there are lots of things we can do um yeah. and i like i said we're gonna run out of time if i blabble on too much <laughs> no i love it no it's and like we were saying before we started it's all about an option for everyone like yeah. like we were saying but um two final questions then flora i've really enjoyed like it's, your energy is just lovely and i'm just so chuffed with all of the exciting creative things that you're doing with oh, washed up cards but we do always ask our guests uh, yeah. two questions plastic is a useful material we don't okay. want it to be ending up on beaches but it is so is there yeah. any item in your life you're glad for that's made of plastic oh my gosh glad for i so i th- i thought you were going to say any uh, item that i regularly uh use in my life and i was going to say yeah. i'm obsessed with crisps like i <laughs> i have I'm, heard that about you <laughs> i saw it on your instagram and you were tagging you were tagging a brand that Who's apparently 
Yes. Farmers. Are they yeah. good? Because I am also a big crisp. <gasps> and I used to take all of the crisp packets to the TerraCycle thing at work. Sure but are, now well, because of the pandemic, it's disappeared. So I'm just saving them up going, this is ridiculous. I'm going to have to stop eating crisps. Oh, you're good. I've never, that is, I, I, like I say to people, I'm like, my friends sometimes like, oh, Flora, you, you're, you're Miss Sustainable. I'm like, but I'm not always. Like, I think it's, a, it's, it's it, we can it's be too, too hard. hard. Yeah. yeah we mustn't attack ourselves it doesn't mean just you allow yourself off the hook all the time but like i always i actually try and say to people i'm really not perfect because i think mm. it will encourage more people that they don't have to be perfect as yeah. well because we're never going to be perfect yeah and who's perfect I, no I, one. I, there is my lovely refill store byo in in uh, nunhead i when i go there to fill up my all my refills, which I do do. I really don't buy stuff like oil or shampoo or anything like that. Yeah, same. But I, I, I buy my crisps in a, a paper bag and they are gone by the time I'm home. Yes. They don't, they don't last. Like, yeah. A, because I'm freaking crisps. But B, because the oil will seep into the paper and then yeah. they'll be soft by the next day. I know I could put them in a tub and whatever, but I buy crisps on a daily basis. So yeah, that's, again, I'm rambling, but. <laughs> crisps for the win. Guilty plastic pressure. Hopefully Knoppler was soon going to make like packaging for seaweed. That'd I'm be sorry, amazing. Crisp packaging from seaweed would be amazing. And finally, Flora, your environmental hero, please. Oh, my environmental hero. This one is so hard. I there are so many people out there who I sort of look at, and I think um, it's this. I read this book called Earth Heroes, which uh, my niece, who's eight, loves, and it's got so many people in there who like making floating banks in Bangladesh and like wind turbines and all sorts of things. Um, and I could say all the, the Gretas and the multiple Gretas that there are out there who are doing amazing activism around the world. I could also say David Attenborough, who I think is just, uh, I just love, I love his motto that if nature, if we look after nature, nature takes care of us. And I think that leads into, I think the people I really, really feel inspired by with um, the environment would be people like um, the bird gang, um, the bird girl, uh, black girls hike, the people who are actually trying to make the environment and nature more accessible because I have grown up in the most privileged situation mm. and and I've had holidays and surfing and camping and I love the outdoors and I think the more that people get access to the outdoors wherever you come from, the more they'll respect it. You're not going to throw something away when you love surfing or you're not yeah. going to throw that on the floor and I think those those guys bird girl this lovely girl from uh, called maya the bird gang in east london who do bird watching tours um bird watching tours bird um bird uh walks they're called bird gang they're amazing and they're all about trying to get like more people of color more people from all sorts of backgrounds involved in nature so i think they're they're the inspiration i want washed up cards to to also be like that i want people to come yeah. on beach cleans and enjoy the therapy and enjoy the outdoors and that will also then hope to for them to make change that will hopefully lead to them having little seeds of of change in their own lives completely oh flora from washed up cars thank you so much for chatting to me for the age of plastic podcast thank you so much i've loved love talking to you too absolutely love flora's energy and i'm going to be taking a lot more of that into 2022 to just find some joy in something she's not pretending she's going to remove every piece of plastic from all of the thames beaches i'm actually going to be joining her saturday the 18th of december uh, in London, in the UK, to uh, do a little beach clean. 
can find out more about when the next ones are going to be. I've put all the links to find all about washed up cards, where to purchase from, how to join Beach Cleans in the show notes. And also, of course, washed up cards, Instagram and social accounts. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Now's the point of the show where we do some good environmental news. I don't know. It's the last Friday of Christmas, guys. Can we can we just skip that bit? <laughs> Honestly, when all you can see is bad stuff, maybe it's time to stop looking just for your own mental health. And my guilty consumer moment as well. I did buy some plastic-covered chocolate. I thought it was probably safest for someone I was getting a gift for recently because I knew they would have to share it with work colleagues. I thought, well, probably, and then with this new variant, will that to be a bit safer? It's not really putting my ideals out into the world is it hey what's that phrase that i was reminded of whilst i was chatting to flora about our love of crisps we need everyone doing zero waste imperfectly rather than one person doing it perfectly if you have any good news stories maybe you've got a guilty consumer moment as well maybe you've got a guest suggestion or you just want to let me know something you did like about this podcast or something you didn't like about this podcast please do get in touch all the contact details are where you're listening right now thank you so much for listening to all the episodes this year i'll be back in the new year but until then wash your hands wash your recycling wear a mask get a vaccine if you can try not to buy people things they don't need at christmas and we'll speak again in 2022 Thank you.